You got the chill. The chill, chill, chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. It's beautiful. Aaron Rodgers, what has he brought to your team? He's obviously the best quarterback I've ever had on the team. Oh, my God, sweet, isn't it? Hey, Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Matt Hamilton is back. I assume the mountains were blue in between the show, and you know what to do. <laughs> and that's Crush, Coors Light. In between the shows of Willoughby and Taos, which you did 9 to noon earlier today. Without me, you ditched me, I see. But that's all right. <laughs> uh, we are still doing our show, Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light, live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Get into the show, 844-770-3776. And, man... Hard knocks. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I say this begrudgingly, but man, Aaron Rodgers looked great. Coming across great. Now that was clearly by design, maybe even request from Rodgers and the Jets as far as like, hey, if you're going to do this. Right. Don't make stuff up, but just show me in my best possible light. Because... Literally, well, they, every he was there. poking fun at it too. Like the first scene, he comes out of the the tunnel and he's like, "Was that good? Do you need me to do it again? Do every, you want me to go yeah, back and do right. it again?" Every angle about Aaron Rodgers over the last few years in Green Bay, I feel, was uh, nipped in the bud immediately <laughs> yeah. within like the first four <laughs> minutes of Hard Knocks on HBO Map. But I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I think. The Packers organization, I can't speak for Packers fans because that's going to be an individual experience, Mm -hmm. but I think the Packers organization is going to be in for a world of PR hurt this football season. Aaron Rodgers is acting like, and we saw, we've seen this, you know, he's gone to the games with Sauce Gardner. We've seen other practice clips, just kind of cements the things we've heard and seen about Aaron Rodgers. This is pre Jordan Love to the Packers, Aaron Rodgers on the New York Jets right now. And I still will, I guess I won't say hold a grudge because I'm not a Packers fan on this, but I, if I was a Packers fan, I'd hold a grudge that he didn't do this for us, but I get it. And Matt, I'm going to tell you right now, this is bad for Goody. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I don't think it's... I think Goody is the one who's going to be judged the most uh uh, based on Aaron Rodgers' performance and Jordan Love's performance. Now, I do think the two are going to go hand-in-hand hand if Jordan Love is good. Like, maybe just a step better than, like, average. I mean, he's, you know, then I don't think it's... if Even if Aaron Rodgers balls out, I don't think it's going to sting as bad. If it turns out that Jordan Love is below average and Aaron Rodgers balls out, it's not going to look good on Goody. I'm gonna go a step further, but first, how like excited did you get when you heard this in the background with Aaron Rodgers just slinging passes all over Jets camp, including one to Alan Lazard? We saw Randall Cobb. Mm-hmm. Hell, we even saw Nick Van Exel, who's a Wisconsin native, in the Cincinnati clip about Sauce Gardner. I mean, it was all Wisconsin all the time uh, during that. And Sauce Gardner obviously ties now to Wisconsin with Luke Fickle being the man that recruited him. 
Look, Luke Fickle looked great because Sauce Gardner comes across as a fine young man. Yeah. And if that's the type of player that's coming to the University of Wisconsin, whoo, yeah. Dodgers, I feel even better about Luke Fickle. Absolutely. But, Focus this on on, on Rodgers. I mean, seriously, like, what were you, like were you were you bouncing off the couch? Like, were you were you excited? How big was your smile? Like, what was going through your head as you saw this? Because I'll be honest, I saw it. I'm like, I right, this kind of slaps the whole thing. Like yeah. the music, the Rodgers slinging everywhere. There's handshakes with all the players. I mean, it was PR propaganda, but still, right. it was effective. Yeah, I mean, if it was PR propaganda, give me a big old spoon because I was gobbling it right it up. into yeah, your veins. Exactly. Uh, you know, I I stand by the fact that Rodgers, I think this is the guy he would have been if the Packers were all in the way the Jets are. Look at the, what the Jets have done for Rodgers so far. Like, it's it's a lot. And, like, I don't blame fans for saying that's too much to do to give to a star. I personally don't think that's the case because stars are, like, really the guys that carry your team through championships. Very rarely do you see them at team of a bunch of like really good players go out and win where no one's a standalone there is someone who stands out on almost every championship football team and I I, I just Aaron Rodgers was that guy I would have if I was a Packers I'd move heaven and earth to keep your guy as long as you can if he's that good now he wasn't happy there the Packers weren't happy with him everyone's moved on to a better place the Packers are happy with their new guy who's Giving it 100% every single day, and the Jets are happy no, with their let's not former be like superstar. Let's not be like that, Matt Hamilton, what? because they are not going to be happy. Green Bay's but front right now, office. But right now, everybody's happy. Do you, okay, well, I don't want to make this our poll question. Do you think they're actually happy? Do you think right now they see and hear the reports about Aaron Rodgers slinging that pill all over New York, and everyone's having the best time of their lives, and you're seeing Jordan Love look like a rookie? Like, I, like, that, am, I, not, am I talking as a front office or as I'm a I'm talking as Goody. Like, as Goody? Is Goody sitting as in his Goody, office. As Goody, I'm shaking in my boots. Yes. As uh, a fan of the team who wanted Rodgers gone, which I think is the majority was, as far as our polls have ever showed us, I'm still happy. I'm still content. I'm like, you know what? Rodgers can have his fun out there in New York. We're happy with Jordan Love. And I think that's the case for a lot of fans. I think that will change. I think it has room to change. I think we have a lot of stubborn fans that are just going to dig their heels in and be like, I'd rather be irrelevant than have Aaron Rodgers. That's, th- there but will be fans like this is what like I want to get to. 844-770-3776. I'm not saying as a fan. And in no world is doofus Mark Murphy going <laughs> to do this. But I want to ask you this. 844-770-3776. If Aaron Rodgers... Takes the Jets to the Super Bowl. Whew. Should the Packers fire Goody? Because it is borderline GM incompetence and negligence if that happened. Because here's why. One, Aaron Rodgers having success with his new team and being the leader that the Packers knew he was and could be. Right. That's a bad look yeah. that he's doing it somewhere else. But even a worse look is that they could have done that here if they had not drafted Jordan Love. Because I've said this before, that Jordan Love has the potential to go down as the worst draft pick in Packers history. Because if and Jordan, we passed over Barry Sanders. And if Jordan Love is just fine and Aaron Rodgers goes to Green Bay, or excuse or, me, goes to the Jets in a different shade green of green, Bay East. and... 
wins a Super Bowl or takes his team to the Super Bowl, not only do you look bad because you let that guy go, you look bad because you forced that guy out and you forced him to be unhappy in his final few years in Green Bay because you had to have a fine quarterback, a just okay quarterback. And that, to me, is a fireable offense. Right. Like If they had an owner, if they had an owner or a non-doofus, <laughs> I'm one. if they had a non-doofus <laughs> as their president... Cootie, I honestly, Rodgers takes his team to the Super Bowl and Jordan Love looks just fine. Fire his ass. That won't happen. It won't happen. But, but I'd be in. I mean, that's intriguing. I, I here's my thing: is I really do think at the end of the day, when Rodgers started getting a little too demandy, Goody got, as, as we like to say on the show. Gotten his feelings a little bit, mm-hmm. and that was part of the thing that like These are forced all Rogers parts out. Of it, yeah, they were all part of the fireball yeah. offense. And let's all just—I just want to reiterate for everybody: nobody here on the show thinks that Rogers is blameless. Rogers has a huge, like, huge share of this blame. But at this point, if Jordan Love doesn't turn out to be good, you know, better, just. Average or better. But there's a scale. It's going to look really, really bad. There's a scale here, Matt, Mm -hmm. that for as good as Aaron Rodgers. So if Aaron Rodgers takes his team to the Super Bowl next year, Mm -hmm. Jordan Love better look good as a rookie and continue to get better. Because if you let a Super Bowl walk out the door (laughs) and you gave it away for just fine, that's brutal. And on top of that... You alienated your quarterback, and I'm not forgiving it. Clearly, you know that I'm not forgiving it with Aaron Rodgers. But if you had to have a just-fine quarterback in Jordan Love, universally viewed by the time the draft rolled around as the fourth-best quarterback in that draft, and right now he is at best the fifth-best quarterback in that draft because Jalen Hurts was in that draft. Right. So now you're looking at things saying you forced – Aaron Rodgers into a position where he did not give his full potential as a leader on this Packers team. He was always bothered by this Jordan Love pick. And so not only did you give away a Super Bowl caliber quarterback, you blew possibly great seasons and longer seasons with that quarterback by drafting a just fine guy. If you pushed Jordan if you pushed Aaron Rodgers out the door for Mitch Trubisky. You, your your ass should be fired. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's Put true. Put it like that. So was Goody. If Mitch Trubisky is the reason that Aaron Rodgers is out of Green Bay. Your ass should be fired. Yeah. Was Goody involved, or was he the 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 guy he is now? And Jordy's whole thing went down. What's that? When Jordy Nelson kind of was, you know, let go when and he- Rodgers. Oh, when he let him go ahead of the twenty eighteen after the twenty eighteen season, they didn't resign him. So that's oh, before. So that that's before. That was before the beginning of his GM, his position as the GM. As the GM, okay. So like, it was interesting. I always thought, and maybe not. I don't know. I was kind of thinking the Jordan Love thing was the first part of that like snowball that rolled out of control down the hill. Uh might be the Jordy thing now. I think the Jordan Love thing was just helping that. Yeah, but. It was starting. Steam. It felt like it was coming together because right, right. They had the season with Lafleur, mm-hmm. and Rodgers and Lafleur looked like they at least had a working relationship. You don't have to be best friends. You don't have to be like, "This is my guy forever." With your coach, Aaron Rodgers was there enough, and he was there enough with with Coach Lafleur that right. he was happy enough with it. 
And then they, that was a turning to your Matt. You've been saying this for a while, and I will never defend how Aaron Rodgers reacted to it. But we do agree that was the turning point for Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. It yeah. could have turned if they didn't draft Jordan Love. It is not a large stretch to say the Packers could be like the Chiefs are right now. Multiple Super Bowl appearances with another title. That is not a big stretch if they didn't draft Jordan Love. If they sliding yeah. doors scenario here, right. and they draft T. Higgins, I believe that's the player they could have drafted shortly yeah. after. Yeah, he was drafted number 34 overall in that Yes, draft. Michael Pittman Jr. is another wide receiver yeah, that was really close. Round pick, yep. So those are two players that were in the realm of possibility of being drafted where the Packers originally drafted. So they right. could have had T. Higgins a few. They would have picked him a few slots higher than he was ended up being picked. And imagine a world where a happy Aaron Rodgers has Devontae Adams and T. Higgins to throw the football to. Mm-hmm. With a and then Bob who knows Tunyon. what happens to Devontae, right? He might he might end up staying because this team has the trajectory he was looking for. And they're committed to winning. Right, exactly. And they don't want them to go. So and in that, that sliding door the scenario. the big issue yes. there. It's like the commitment to winning when your team was already that good it was a fireable offense just picking up Jordan Love at that point. You like you guys are so good already like we can you can sacrifice a season or two of the future to run the like run your run your superstar into the ground. Run the you know what I mean? Run him till he's completely done. Like he's a running back? Yeah. Just like he's one of these dime a dozen running backs until now? he's done with his rookie contract. No. <laughs> no, I I I just think that that if they'd have gone all in the way the Jets did for Aaron Rodgers, you would see we would have had this happy Aaron Rodgers who is, has handshakes for half the team on uh, on the sideline. He's you know getting butt pats from his offensive coordinator whenever he runs by, and he's smiling about it. Aaron Rodgers looks like he's in a super good spot right now, and that should scare teams in that division because. That's a that's not a good a fun Aaron Rodgers to play against. I imagine, Look, and it should it should uh, scare Packer fans. So let's be honest. If Aaron, if Aaron Rodgers is wildly successful and your team is just meh, which is the most likely scenario, I'm not even saying right. the Packers will be bad. They'll just be meh, right? But if the Jets are really really good, it's gonna hurt. It, you know, you're gonna watch your ex get hotter and happier and have the success that you never had with them. That stings. No matter how much you want to put on a brave face and say, I'm fine, <laughs> you're crying in your bedroom. Uh, Tim from Cambridge chimes in. If Jordan Love takes the Packers to the Super Bowl, they should fire Goody for not getting rid, rid of Rodgers earlier. Also, <laughs> Tony Mandrich was the worst pick ever and always will be. He yep. is currently. He will not be. If Aaron Rodgers goes wins the Super Bowl with the Jets and Jordan Love is meh, and Jordan Love, and it's not his fault, that pick is the reason why you alienated your quarterback, and then sent him away to start that pick. And that pick is the reason why you yeah. arguably didn't have more Super Bowl appearances with your quarterback. That is the worst pick possibly in NFL history. I mean, it'd be like the Bulls drafting like Harold Miner, which is the guy they used to call Baby Jordan, to replace Michael Jordan. And then he was just fine. Like You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. this, is the, this is the equivalent of like the Lakers saying, you know what, we're going to take uh, our mid-first-round pick and push LeBron out because he's kind of yeah. old, and I don't know. Or the know. Bucks pushing Giannis out. Or the Bucks pushing Giannis out. Uh, yeah, it'd be like the Bucks pushing Giannis out for his brother. <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> like, hey, this is the this is how we want to do it. I'm not saying it's there yet, but if and this is not some yeah. Mars sort of scenario, 
Uh, it's not impossible. Jeremiah Madison says, fire Goody, uh, fire uh, Mark Murphy, fire them all. Rogers and Eat guy says the same thing. That if they if this all happens, fire everyone. Yeah. I mean, you got rid of Rodgers because you thought he wasn't as good as he was, and you have a new guy, right? Like, everyone po- likes to point to last season and say, he's he lost it. They, we did that once before, and then he went back-to-back MVPs. So, I just, it's hard for me to be like, Rodgers doesn't have any gas in the tank, because we've seen this movie. If Aaron Rodgers... Takes the Jets to the Super Bowl. Should the Packers fire Goody? Right now it's 60% no, 40% yes. You can chime in 844-770-3776. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. I've been, I've been thinking I want you to be happier I want you to be happier When the morning comes And we see what we've become In the cold light of day We're aflame in the wind Not the fire that we begun <laughs> Well done, Ryan Wollersheim Well done I just want him to be happier, Matt <laughs> I just know he feels so much happier out in New York City now. Me too. It's how you, it's how you know it was, for the, it was for the right reasons that the Packers <laughs> moved on from Aaron Rodgers. It was so that we could all live happier, healthy lives. And that's what I told myself as I my head hit the pillow last night. Because otherwise, I don't know if I could have dealt with that first episode of Hard Knocks as a Packers fan. <laughs> Did your head hit the pillow softly or did you ram your head against your pillow in disgust of I, how great Aaron Rodgers looked and happy he looked with the Jets. I actually just fell asleep on the porch just staring out at the distance last <laughs> night. I didn't know what else to do. I fell asleep in a lawn chair, I just guys. stared at the moon wondering if maybe Rodgers is staring at the same moon right now. <laughs> this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. He's Matt Hal- Hamilton, Ryan Wollershawn behind the glass. We're live from the Everlight Solar Studio. And we just watched Hard Knocks. We just watched Hard <laughs> yeah. Knocks. I watched it this morning. You guys seemed like you watched it last night. 844-770-3776. If Aaron Rodgers takes the Jets to the Super Bowl, should the Packers fire Goody? I say yes, they won't because they don't have an owner and they have a dingus as their president. They do not operate this way. But I'm saying this because, you know, King Troll House of D uh, chimed in with uh, this is the worst take I've had as far as saying that Jordan Love could be the worst pick in the Packers history. What would Jordan? I'm genuinely curious. What would Jordan Love have to do to not be? Because so, right now, if based on nothing, if if he had a season long flu and we don't see him at all, and we trade him away at the end of the season, or he goes and walks and becomes a free agent, like as at this point for what he's done for this team, he is the worst pick, hands down. Because, and this is where in King Troll, House of D also well, like, chimes what's in. What's the threshold? At, which point, at what point is he no longer like a, a brutal pick? What kind of numbers does he have to put up? And we can set into that as well. Here's what he had to say. I honestly don't think they'll let Rodgers go based on performance. I think it was everything else, leadership, connectivity, accountability, and so on. And 
I'm giving no, that. I agree and, with and no, that comment, so, right, by the way. But, but, but here a, is a the trope has been he was falling and, off a cliff last and year. And King Troll Man, Mandrich is the easy answer. He chimed in with that. Yes, he currently is. But if we play it all the way back, that the Packers were moving towards a, I would say, a good place with Aaron Rodgers. He was happy with the floor after year one. They got to the NFC Championship game. Yeah, they got smoked. But he was optimistic. He seemed like someone that was going to be excited about this opportunity with the Packers. And what did they do with that reinvigorated quarterback who was excited about his opportunity with the Packers, who had a pretty good statistical season? About it wasn't his best ever, but the team had team success. He was very efficient. I think like twenty six touchdowns, two picks, or something like that. Like incredibly efficient, and there was promise. The Packers looked at that and said, "We're going to draft Jordan Love." And this is not Jordan Love's fault, and this will not be based on performance. Jordan Love is a victim here. Because also, oh, by the way, Tony Mandritz was a, ended up being a fine NFL player for the Colts. And like he had a decent career. It just wasn't Barry Sanders and he, obviously the steroids part of it. Right. But like Jamarcus Russell is like that is a horrendous That's pick. That's like, like the worst in yes. NFL history. But with Jordan Love, if you alienated your quarterback, who you should be well aware he can get in his feelings, if you alienated your quarterback to draft Jordan Love and Jordan Love is just fine, if Jordan Love is James Winston. You, if, I would be thrilled if he turned out to be a Jameis Winston. Well, I said Jameis Winston because I feel like that's just a, it's it's just a different flavor of Mitch Trubisky. They both were meh quarterbacks. Mitch Trubisky has better like touchdown interception ratio and completion percentage, but Jameis had some big yeah. Big he plays. was more like the gunslinger, right? Would, so, it, but right my point is they're Farber. they're all slightly below average quarterbacks, game managers with a little bit of flair, and that's what you know Mitch and Jameis, and you could throw other guys into that mix. So. If Jordan Love turns out to be Mitch Trubisky, Jameis Winston type QB, and you drove Aaron Rodgers out of town, and then Aaron Rodgers, because here's the other caveat to this, because it's not there yet. If Aaron Rodgers goes and takes the Jets to the Super Bowl, that retroactively shows you that if you had a happy Aaron Rodgers here and you committed to Aaron Rodgers, you should have been in the Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers and you could have had him longer. Instead, you drafted Jordan Love. And that's what, that's drove him out of town. So if you so if you just say it like this, that you drove a Hall of Fame quarterback still playing at a Hall of Fame level out of town for Jameis Winston slash Mitch Trubisky, that is arguably one of the worst picks in NFL history. It doesn't it's not about Jordan Love the player. It's about what that pick did in a domino effect. Now we're not there yet. Aaron Rodgers could go, could go to beyond to be a good player. The Jets might fail. That could all happen. Right, but it's also not impossible to say that Rodgers takes the Jets to the Super Bowl. Jordan Love looks fine, but if you got rid of greatness for fine, that's a pretty brutal pick. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. How you get into the show? Uh, we are asking you: Should Goody be fired if Aaron Rodgers takes the Jets to the Super Bowl? Thirty nine percent of you say yes. Interesting. We, we have some people chiming in, and bigging their feelings on it. Could you ask a more insane question? Whoever asked this question should be fired. All right, that was me, but I'm going <laughs> to be here. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. I will be here tomorrow, TDGB. Uh, Rick Roll chimes in. Y'all high? This is a terrible question. Yeah, I'll tell you what, folks. When you get that angry about a question, it tells me it's a good question. <laughs> it's, it's not terrible. You don't get in your feelings about a bad question. You get in your feelings about a question that bothers you. It's like when I was watching Aaron Rodgers last night on Hard Knocks. It got me in my feelings because... I knew it was a good show, and I knew it was because I felt like this was going to end up well for the Jets, and that hurt me to my core. Yeah. 
Jordan Love, uh, David Deerfield chimes in, will never be as bad as Rich Campbell and Mandrich. Um, false. No, we're not it's, saying that. But here's the thing. If Jordan, there's, it's not out of the realm of possibility that Jordan Love is trash. Like, that is one of the slots that could happen this year. I don't think that's the case. Yeah, I don't but think Jordan so Jordan Love could be hot garbage, <laughs> and then the Jets go, I mean, why are we assuming that this could not be one of the worst picks of all time? Because if you drafted a quarterback and that to replace the legend, and that started the fire that drove him out of town, and then he has success somewhere else, and you're left with your own dumpster fire of your own creation... That's a pretty terrible pick. Right. And so now, that would be in the conversation. We're not I, there yet. I can't imagine that the Packers, with like three years of watching Jordan Love in practice, I, I know, realize it's not a game, but in practice, if he is hot garbage, he Goody absolutely should be gone. We talking about Because we, you drove a guy out of town literally on like – Maybe once he gets in a game, he'll be good. Like, Jordan Love's going to be fine. Well, but here's the thing. We don't know that. Because here's the thing that matters for quarterbacks. We wouldn't have kept him like this if he wasn't going to be fine, they right? Know, they have no idea. It's just practice. Like, oh, I feel you like know. they have a pretty good idea. They have hope. And how much of their disdain towards Rodgers colored their opinion of Jordan Love? <sighs> yeah, I hope. I agree yeah. with you. I do not think he's going to be a dumpster fire. But... What happens when an entire league has all season and multiple weeks and different times to prepare to stop Jordan Love after they see him? We don't know the answer yeah. to that. Neither do the Packers. Right. I think they feel comfortable in saying that Jordan Love could develop to be a serviceable NFL starter. I think they were done with Rodgers. I think that move was made more because they were done with Rodgers more than they were in love with Jordan Love. I would absolutely agree with that comment. If you wanted to extrapolate the... The uh, girlfriend relationship thing. Jordan loves the rebound. <laughs> Jordan, uh, Aaron Rodgers was the, the girl that broke your heart, and Jordan Love is just the rebound right now to forget about Aaron Rodgers. Jeremiah Madison chimes in. Do you really think that all of media is sleeping on Love for the last few years? Nah, he's bleeping trash. There's nothing to talk about. We are screwed. Those are not the words he used. There's a lot of F words in there. <laughs> I don't know what Jordan... I do not think Jordan Love is trash. But I do think that you moved off Aaron Rodgers for some sort of version of James Winston, Mitch Trubisky, slightly above average game-managing right. quarterbacks. I mean, and if, yeah. And here's where it doesn't hurt as bad, and this is why it matters, it doesn't hurt as bad if Aaron Rodgers just looks slightly above average in, in New York. Right. But if he goes to the Jets... And takes them to the Super Bowl. Especially with the schedule they have this year. And this is why I'm saying it. I'm using the word take them to the Super Bowl. Because that means he is a large part of it. So right. the phrasing matters in that. He is If he's the driving force of why they get to the Super Bowl, you could not look worse as a GM. 844-770-3776. 844-770-3776. Rick and Madison, uh, what's on your mind? So you want to know about the biggest boss? Yeah. Mandarich is going to be the number one biggest boss. And by the way, I didn't know I was going to get a double dose of Matt today. <laughs> Lucky you. Sorry. Well, it's like Christmas and birthday. 
<laughs> there you go. That's that's the reason. That's why I was hoping you were bringing it up. So, yeah. but, Rick, so, let me ask you this. If Tony, Ma- let's, let's say Jordan Love turns out to be bad and Aaron Rodgers goes, takes the Jets to the Super Bowl, that doesn't make this pick worse because he's the reason that this relationship fell apart. It's not Jordan Love's fault. I'm saying the actual pick of it is awful and one of the worst of all time by Goody if he ended Aaron Rodgers' happiness in Green Bay and then moved off Aaron Rodgers to have a bad quarterback be the guy. But can you blame Jordan Love? No, no, no. That's why we're saying the actual, not the person, the actual pick. Right. Uh, so that's tough to beat. I mean, Tony Mandridge's pick was pretty bad. Right. Totally oh, I agree. agree. Yes. We're, and we're, I, the, we're not there yet. We're I, not there yet. I think what's tricky is it's a Correct. little... Pretty bad. So, and thanks for the call. Thanks for the call. I, I just feel like it's a little apples to oranges because the Tony Mandridge pick is like, if we don't take him, we could have had Barry Sanders. But right there. can I make the, a case? Oh, oh, hold on. Yeah. The other side is Jordan Love started a domino effect. So, like, yes, I understand how it affects your franchise in the future the same way by not getting a guy. And ticking off a guy potentially, but like Jordan Love, for for as far as we know, is going to be a fine football player. Tony Mandridge was not fine for us. Okay, but here's the thing: we don't know what Jordan Love's going to be. But Tony Mandridge was, and I could be wrong in this, but I knew it was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. He was kind of the unquestioned first overall pick. Like you're an idiot, you should be fired if you don't take Tony Mandridge. So we have to account for that. Like when you, and I'm not saying the pack it was not a bad pick, but it's not like they reached for Tony Mandridge. They didn't right. pick the fourth best tackle in the draft number one. They picked the hands down, universally believed best prospect in the NFL draft number one. Now it blew up in their face, and because he was a cheater and he took steroids. But imagine how damn good he was. Matt Hamilton, if he's taking steroids and throwing everyone around in college football. They just got right. tricked by steroids. But my point is, that pick actually made more sense than the Jordan Love pick because he was viewed as the best prospect coming out, the clear-cut number one pick, the dominant left tackle. And that a was team un- that needed, had a hole at a ton of different places. So you could have thrown a dart at the board right. and got somebody for that Tony Manage pick, where with Jordan Love... The one place you did not have a hole on your team was that quarterback. And <laughs> right. what did you do? You took, you reached for a quarterback. Right on the key, 844-770-3776. What's going on? Hey, I mean, Jim, we're both old and smart, so it's not shocking. You just, you know, stole my thunder. The Mandridge pitch was a good pick. Everyone except Marty Schottenheimer, who said when he met him, he just didn't trust him at all. Every other GM picks him at number two. Despite both Sanders's and both Thomas's, everybody else takes him there. Mm-hmm. The bigger the bigger mistakes was the Packers not losing the game they should have lost, so they get Aikman instead. Yep. But as it was, they absolutely you're supposed to take Mandrich there. You're not supposed to take Love, and you're not supposed to take what was the other defensive pass rusher that we took that was nowhere near where you needed to take him. He was a big bust. He never played for us. Justin Harrell? Uh, it was a Ted Thompson pick. Harrell? Yeah, yeah from Tennessee. Those, yep. picks, those picks are indefensible because you didn't need to take them there. And I, I generally just don't think that anybody's good at drafting. I think drafting is a whole bunch of luck. You say someone's good because they have really good, like, oh, I can't believe they got Tausch when they got him. 
No, they're not good at that. They're lucky because yes. if they were good, they would have picked him in the fourth round. Like they didn't know he was good any more than anybody else. People aren't good at drafting. It's pure luck. The if 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 anybody was good, you wouldn't have guys go to the sixth or seventh round that are good. Absolutely, Ron. Thanks for the call. It, it, I mean, it is one of those. You're just honestly trying to take an educated guess. It's, right. If you wanted to do it, it's like winning the lottery. Like, okay, maybe if you're really good as a scout, out of the five numbers you need for the lottery, you might have two or three of them, but you're still guessing on it. You're hoping yeah. the other two things click. Right. It is all a big crapshoot. Ryan Leaf was believed to be a really good prospect, right, really close to Peyton Manning. That was back and forth. When I mean, uh, Josh Rosen. But Right. In basketball, there was it was Derrick Rose or, or Beasley, and it was back and forth. Beasley was a run-of-the-mill NBA player. Derrick Rose, before he blew out his knee, was the youngest player ever to win the MVP. Right. It changes the complexion of both franchises. So, I mean, it is a crapshoot because scouts who are paid money miss all the time. Tom Brady. I yeah. mean, so Brock Purdy, Russell right? Wilson, Drew Brees. Not like that those, Brock Purdy's proved necessary a whole He's already lot, outplayed like, his position. With, if he does nothing else in the has. NFL right. his entire life, he has done... Ten times more than Jordan Love has done currently in the NFL. But you look at let's use San Francisco. Brock Purdy, <laughs> Mister Irrelevant, is their starting quarterback. Their backup quarterback is Sam Darnold, who everyone loves pedigree of quarterbacks. What first overall? And then Trey Lance, second overall. He was third overall. He was top ten for sure. Yeah, he was third quarterback. Trey Lance, I believe. And uh, Trey Sam, Lance was the third. Yes, he was after Zach Wilson. The first one was Trevor Lawrence that year. Yeah, it's Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, somebody. No, Trey Lance was the number three pick. He was the number, the number three, three pick. And then yes. it went to Fields. And yep. then Mac Jones. Yeah. So, But Lance is barely on the roster. And so you just had Dan Stoughton chimed in. Tony Mandridge was on the cover of Sports Illustrated called the Incredible Bulk. I mean, it was Troy Aikman, Tony Mandridge. Like, that's what you did. Like, it was not some reach. So I get it. And this isn't about Jordan Love. This is more about, and we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. But if that pick of Jordan Love. Ended a possibility because Matt, we said it before. Sliding doors here. It's not insane to say everyone is winning Super Bowls and happy if they just drafted T. Higgins. And what? Not, not to mention what they had. Whatever their fourth round pick they gave up, they could add another player there. Honestly, if it if it was literally any offensive player, even if they turned anyone. out to be good or not, I feel like it would have let Rodgers feel like they're trying to build on the team we have. Right? They're not trying to push. Replace me. They're not trying to have me teach some guy who's going to be my heir. Like, literally, they could have drafted me at that spot. Matt Hamilton, wide receiver, <laughs> MATC. They still bought me flowers on my birthday. And yeah, still would have exactly been like, at least they got a wide receiver for me, even if he's not going to make the team. T. Higgins, rookie season, which would have been in place of Jordan Love. So the Packers, instead of having a backup quarterback in Jordan Love, they would have had 67 catches, 908 yards, six touchdowns. And a happy Aaron Rodgers, plus whatever you would have had in the fourth round. Remember, they traded not up. Not to mention what we would have had in the fourth quarter and not lost to they, Tom Brady. In theory, they traded up to piss off their quarterback. <laughs> not even in theory. That's they, what it I've was been in practice. For, for months. I've been saying that since. No, it doesn't forgive Aaron. It does not forgive Aaron for his, uh, his transgressions. But you know what? Packers could not restore their relationship with Aaron Rodgers. But if you want to revive and restore. Your home or business is one call to make, and that's to revive restoration. That's absolutely right. My buddy Phil made that uh, call the other day. Nobody plans for an accident to happen, but you know what? He came home from vacation. Basement was flooded. 
What do you do? Call Josh, our guy Josh Duggan at Revive Restoration. The next day, he had a crew out at their place, tearing stuff out, drying it out to make sure mold wasn't getting bad. They got them on the plan to uh, start renovating and fixing that basement up again. They even have plans to fix up a room that wasn't quite finished, but maybe now they'll finish it, that all the studs are uh, taken out. So, Josh... And the team at Revive Restoration is getting my friend Phil's life back on track, and they can for you, too. For, from things like fire, smoke, mold, storm damage, asbestos removal, and a whole lot more, Revive Restoration and the Revive Pros can take care of your home or small business if you need it. Nobody plans for accidents to happen, but when they do, Revive Restoration has your back. Go to revivepros.com. If you need to check out all the services they have, or if you have an issue, they've got a 24-7 hotline where they can get you squared away as soon as possible. That's revivepros.com. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. for coming to help us out. That was from Hard Knocks. I believe that was Quentin Williams. Quentin Williams. Yes. Quentin. The defensive tackle. So yeah. I said. You said Quentin. I said oh. Quentin. I, I and what did you say? I said Quentin. 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 I, okay. I gave you Quentin, the yeah. wrong information there. Gotcha. Nobody. I didn't hear it right because I. I, So that was on me. There was a lot going on just then. Yeah, that's fair. Rip Nerona chimes in. What if they had just traded up to draft Jefferson? (laughs) Uh, I mean, (laughs) don't even. No, no, no. You trade up to draft Jordan Love. That's your world. You want to. You want to talk about things I think about on. On a bi-weekly basis, bi-weekly, weekly basis. As if we got up. If they had gotten Justin Jefferson and Devontae Adams, Devontae Adams, like. Figured out a way to keep him. Oh my goodness! God, that oh my goodness! Yeah, you think Joe Burrow had weapons when he had Higgins and Chase? I mean, let's be real. We were talking about the Packers would be Super Bowl contenders if we got Higgins instead of Love. If we'd have traded up and got Justin Jefferson, how many rings would we have had at this point? I mean, you're talking about weapons. This is like having like a nuclear arsenal. Uh, yeah. I mean, having Devontae Adams. Yeah, and the, Jamar only, Chase. the only the only team Chase. with the. Justin Jefferson. the Nuclear codes, essentially. <laughs> yes, Aaron Rodgers had him. So eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. If Aaron Rodgers takes the Jets to the Super Bowl, should the Packers fire Goody? Forty five percent of you say yes. I mean, it's coming around. It's been climbing because I mean, as a poll, I can understand that people are a little in their feelings about <laughs> it. But we, when we explain, it, I think we do a good job. Roger chimes in. Won't happen. Well, that's his wish. I mean, that's his well, wishing. Well, he, he's saying won't happen, I think, in the sense like if Rodgers oh, goes on, wins the Super Bowl, if Jordan Love isn't that good, Goody ain't getting fired. Well, right, we know he's not getting fired. We, they have a dingus for a president. He's not going to do anything. <laughs> we have a dingus for a president. But they have a bunch of really smart owners, guys, like me and you. Craig uh, chimes in. Here's a better question. How should Jets fans react after going 12-5 and five and getting beat in the wild card of the playoffs? That's a bitter Packer fan right there. I mean, it's that's not going to be impossible. No. 
12 and 5 actually with their schedule would be a pretty good record. But 12 and 5 or losing there, you under, like that is a massive. You've said it before, I won't say it. You've called Packers and the the term entitled town. The Jets fans will be through the moon if that happens with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> if they have a season like that, there's there Remember, just because we've had a ton of seasons with a ton of wins, people like the Jets, they're going to be stoked on a 12-win season. Absolutely. Remember like when I say that that 13 and uh 4 season and the 13 and 3 seasons as tough as those playoff losses were to swallow, that was that was 15 or 16 and 17 weeks of awesome, glorious, fun to watch football. The Jets Matt last made the playoffs when the Packers won the Super Bowl, 2010. <laughs> we all know that's a long ass time ago. That is a real long time ago. Yeah, here's the thing: the Jets fans are not going to be super upset if they get bounced in the wild card. Now, if they play another season with Rodgers, which it seems like he's going to do, they'll have expectations to improve upon it. But like right now, I honestly think the, the Jets fans will be content if playoffs are something that they get make it to. JJ and Poinette says he wants to make t-shirts that read Dingus for President. I'm good with that, but make sure you put Mark Murphy's face on it. <laughs> I'm good with that. I'm here for it. <laughs> I mean, those would sell pretty well. I mean, at least down in, you know, at the ESPN Madison store. I mean, we could... We, we could should reach out to someone to see if they can make us... I don't think Iron Jock makes shirts like that, but we got to get a shirt made. Our good friends at Iron Jock are people that we do... Uh, are big, big fans of. But we're going to play Minute to Win It coming up next here. So, oh, yeah. What callers are we taking? Yeah. We here, got Ryan? eight and ten, right? For Rodgers and... Rodgers and... Love. All right. Well, yeah. Call number Perfect. eight. Call number ten. You are both entered to win. Whoever... Both callers get at least $25 to North and South Seafood and Smokehouse. If you pick the right person, you get $50 to North and South Seafood and Smokehouse. 844-770-3776. That's how you get into the show. 844-770-3776. Call number 8 and call number 10. You're both going to get gift cards from North and South Seafood and Smokehouse. One of you will get a $25 one. One of you will get 10 and you get to play Minute to Win It with Rutledge and Hamilton. Next. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. be honest i was like where's matt but matt is in the bullpen here at the everlight solar studio this is rutledge and hamilton presented by coors light i am jim rutledge we're gonna play minute to win it in a minute ryan who are our contestants uh we have a few good old names here on the show today z and the d mm-hmm. is called in as well as ty from juno ty okay. from juno last week's throwback thursday winner by the way fantastic well uh, hopefully they get the result they're looking for. You can get a fifty or they want a fifty dollar gift card or a twenty five dollar gift card to North and South Seafood and Smokehouse. Depending on if you pick the winner, you're going to get the fifty dollar gift card. If now that you're involved, though, you at least get the twenty five dollar gift card. And that's at North and South Seafood and Smokehouse. Three locations in the Madison area: Madison, DeForest, and Verona. All three locations are outstanding. So next time you want to take your family out for a nice dinner. 
check out one of the North and South Seafood and Smokehouse. You can have it delivered. You can eat there. You can carry it out. You also can have it catered. So whatever the need is, North and South Seafood and Smokehouse can answer it. Let's play. Are you on Team Rutledge or Team Hamilton? I don't want to pick sides. This is the Minute to Win It presented by North and South Seafood and Smokehouse with three locations in Madison, DeForest, and Verona. Yes, I know Z and the D, a big fan of North and South Seafood and Smokehouse, and that's why I picked you today, Jim. All righty. Because he knows who the most likely winner typically is on this show. And because yesterday we got the big news about ESPN Bet being introduced, mm-hmm. ESPN associating themselves with Penn Gaming, I figured I wanted to do something gambling-related for today's Minute to oh, Win It. Oh, boy. This so, seems like a Matt category, but we'll see. You think it's a Matt category? Well, fun fun little uh, aspect to this one. Z and the D put your over-under at five and a half today, Jim, so okay. I think you're going over-under. I'm not... We'll see what it is, but I'm not the big gambler, so... Alright, well, the list today is the 10 most bet on annual sporting events. So, when I say annual sporting events, I mean, you know, like... Something that occurs every yeah, year. Yeah, something that occurs every year. So, not to be confused with the 10 most bet on sports themselves. Right, okay. because that would be a very different list. Because this one will, uh, it'll, as I said, it'll be more of the standalone events. All right, so Jim, so like an event would be, it can be like a series too. It doesn't have to yes, be a singular game. Precisely, yes. Gotcha. So like tournaments, games, think All of it right. that way. All right, so your time starts now, Jim. All right, we'll go with the NCAA tournament. Uh, yeah, that's an easy one right there. Kentucky the Derby. Uh, the Kentucky Derby. Yep. We'll go with World Series. World Series, also on the list. Super Bowl. Super Bowl, obviously, on the list. Number three on the list. NBA Finals. NBA Finals, also on the list. You're at a quick five, so I think you're going to hit that over. Um, Well, those were kind of the easier ones, but we'll go with the Stanley Cup. Uh, Stanley Cup, actually not on the list. All right. What about the um, Preakness? Uh, the Preakness also not on the list. All I right. will say this is this is internationally, by the way. This is not just America. So well, you, okay, but the the World Cup is not a regular. Um, okay, okay. Sorry, I said annually. Yeah. Maybe not annually, but regularly scheduled oh, sporting events. World, World so Cup World Cup that, yeah, is okay. yes, it is the number one. That actually. definitely. Uh, yeah, I was okay, thinking things only sorry. were. All right, all right. So like the Olympics. Uh, the Olympics actually not on the list. I think I should get an extra one since you didn't tell okay, me fair. it wasn't. So fair. I got World Cup. I got. I'm probably running out of time anyways. So yeah, four seconds. Right, I'll go with my six. That's fine. All right. Yeah. That you hit. You're over. And it's pretty. That's pretty good showing. Yes. I know. I said annually. Annually is a the wrong term. It's but you know the regularly scheduled. Well, yeah. That's that. There is a difference though. There is. Yes. Because I immediately eliminated. Well, what would every four years be? Is that is that quad annually? Quad annually? I, I, I mean, well, we'll bring Matt. Maybe Just, Matt. He is the Olympian. He might be the expert. Matt Hamilton. This should be a good co- topic for you. Although Zena D did pick me, but I think this is a good one for you. Z and the D did take Jim, but Ty from Juno has you today, Matt, in today's minute to win it, which since ESPN bet was released, the news was released yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I went today with today's category being the 10 most bet on sporting events. So <laughs> I, I tried explaining this to Jim, didn't do a great job, uh, but the sporting events are like games or tournaments that happen on a regularly recurring basis. Okay. So it could be it. annually, could be biannually, or you yeah, try to figure out what quad annually is. I think it's quad Quadren- Quadrennial? Sure. Yeah. We'll like, go with that. Yeah. Uh, okay. But anyways, you seem to know what I'm talking about already, so we'll go ahead and start your time. No. 
Uh, Super Bowl. Yep, that's an easy one. March Madness. March Madness, another easy one. Um, three probably and four. Uh, NBA playoffs. NBA finals, but finals? I'll give you that yeah, one. Yeah, okay, yeah. sorry. Then I'll say NHL finals. Uh, NHL finals, Stanley Cup finals, not on the list. Okay, uh, okay. So you got three. Um, the Olympics. Olympics, also not on the list. People Oof. don't like betting on the Olympics, I guess. All right, all right. Um, so I said... NBA, they said MLB, uh, MLB the World Series, yeah, also on the list. Yeah, okay, that's four. You're just giving them everything. He's just saying I, sports. Okay, he's saying the MLB playoffs. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah that that kind of the World no, Series. No, he just included. said MLB. Well, I mean, I well, was, he, we, knew know, meant, we, we knew what he meant. We knew what he meant. Now you're wasting right, my on. time. Um, let's see. Uh, maybe let's say uh, Thanksgiving Cowboys game. That is not like on Thanksgiving the list. football. No. Nope. No. Thanksgiving. Uh, I was going to no. give him extra time, but he struck out. Is that three? No, yeah, that, was three yeah. that was okay. three. Okay. I was going to yeah. give you extra time because I ate it up I, a little I bit. I probably would have. I probably would have. Uh, you're going to be mad. I got six, but yeah. it was, and this is the one that I I got upset about because I said, "Well, let I, Ryan go through. He'll go, he'll go through and well, tell us which well, one okay. you got." Yeah. So, Jim, what you got, I believe you said the World Cup, the FIFA World Cup. Oh, yeah. shoot. Right? That's actually yeah. number one. Yeah. 30 That's billion. the one that annoyed me because I was like, well, yeah. it's not. You said, for well, sure, it could be one. things that recur every four I, for, years. Yeah, so he didn't tell, gave me the Olympics. But he didn't tell me until almost the end that could be a thing. That's why World Cup was my last one because I was ah. like, oh, well, I didn't. I thought it would be annual. He I said accidentally annual. said annual for gotcha. Jim. Okay. I, when I said annual, I meant recurs a, but a I number missed, of yeah. times. Honestly, I thought you were like baiting me into Olympics. So I missed the Olympics, too. I guess not. I didn't want to, I shouldn't I shouldn't use that terminology. No, it's okay. No, but no, 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 no. That was fair. It was it was a good list. So number one was the World Cup, and then after that is the UEFA Champions League. So See, that's I was honestly all, gonna say like whatever the soccer thing is. In whatever Europe. the soccer. <laughs> like, yeah. You could give it to you. Yeah, I guess he would have. I, I mean, that's why yeah. I got mad that you were just saying sports. He's like, okay. Well, <laughs> I, I think it's fair. I don't expect you guys soccer. to know the UEFA. <laughs> you got two for that. You you got, got, that's a two. <laughs> all right. After the UEFA Champions League was the Super Bowl, then March Madness. Then the Kentucky Derby, which oh shoot, oh my god, yeah, that's uh, I, got. That, I wish I was more of a degenerate. Then after that was the NBA Finals or the NBA Playoffs or <laughs> basketball, um, and then after that, yeah, is, basketball uh, would have been a two for four. You too, Matt. <laughs> basketball would have been college and professional. Oh yeah, um, well, I did say NCAA. You did. I'm you saying did. that okay. would have been another two for if you just said basketball. Yeah. All right. And then after that, back to horses, uh, the Grand National. I don't know if you guys know about that one. That's a that's a horse racing event that occurs in Liverpool, England, every year. Huh. Yeah, not one many people probably in the U.S. know about. That's then. a degenerate Kentucky Derby. Like that's such a big pop and circumstance thing. It's, I figured it was bet a lot. The Grand National is like the English Kentucky Derby, basically. And then, we're in America. Yeah. Okay. Fair. <laughs> fair. Uh, after that is World Series, and then really getting international here. Then it's the Cricket World Cup. Yes. Followed by the, the IPL. Followed by the Rugby World Cup. So I didn't expect you guys to get either of those last two, but actually, so I feel okay with my my six. Oh, six was pretty good. Yeah. No. Yeah, I honestly, think that was initially, I was like disappointed in myself, but. Six seems okay. Yeah, All right. uh, Matt, by the way, Ty from Juno set your over-under at six. So Oof, sorry. you didn't even hit the over for Ty. No. I did no, do I it didn't. for Zena D. He won. He got a gift card North of South Sea from the Smokehouse. Congratulations to him. We'll be back. This is Roger Hamilton presented by Coors Light.